Lord, that you're here with us. Lord, that we do say that you're welcome. You're welcome in, in our hearts, Lord. You're welcome to move and to, to change and to, to do your work, Lord. Lord, we surrender. We surrender to you, God. There's so much more that you want to do in us. Lord, we are all works in progress. God, you are the potter. We are the clay. Lord, I pray that you would shape us and mold us into your image, into the image of the Son, to the image of Jesus. Lord, we want to be like Christ in the ways in which we, we think and talk, the ways in which we act and behave. Lord, change us. Help us. Help us to live the truths that we hold to. Lord, we surrender to you surrender to you I thank you that you're going to move in our hearts tonight you're going to speak truth to us through your word I know there are many of us here tonight that struggle with anxiety and fear and worry God I pray God that as we look into your word we look into what Jesus said to us God I pray that you would open our eyes and that we would be able to see why it is that we do not have to fear We don't have to fear the unknown or the future. We don't have to fear our present circumstances because of who you are. Because of who you are. And so Lord, we thank you for your word. God, as we open up, we look at Luke chapter 12. I pray that you would speak to our hearts tonight. Speak to our hearts tonight. Lord. We are here. We are surrendered and we are listening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You should be seated. dismiss all of you guys but I'm going to ask Miko to stay with me and we're just going to look at the subject of fear tonight it's a little different than our typical prayer night I just didn't really feel settled about a specific prayer subject for us to break up into prayer leaders and to pray about and um, I just last couple of days I've been thinking about fear and anxiety and worry and um, so yesterday I just felt like maybe we would just discuss fear and the subject of fear and we'd pray about it and then this morning I felt that way again and so I I worked up a a little teaching just something for us to look at from God's word about about fear and the reasons why we don't have to fear you know we we all from time to time struggle with fear and anxiety anybody can attest to that struggle with anxiety and fear and sometimes sometimes it comes and it goes but for others it maybe maybe it doesn't leave maybe you live with a constant sense of anxiety and worry about your present circumstance or about the future you know I think uh, that can be your reality Uh, but we can we we, there's promises in God's word that we can lean on that we can trust in that will help us to not fear and um, you know there's places that the the world would want us to go to to try to find confidence and trust and uh, confidence in the future over but really there's, a, there's really only one foundation for not being fearful or anxious and that's what God's word says and that's founded upon the character and nature of God who God is his character and his nature is the foundation for every victory we need in our life do you guys believe that I believe that that's true I believe that that's true um, my my grandmother passed away this this morning she um, was 87, 
and um, she'd been struggling for a while with her health and she lives here she lives here in Homa she'd been here I'm 37 and so I believe she was in the house she's in on Mike Street for at least 40 plus years she's been married to my grandfather for 48 years I believe (laughs) I would ask them how old they are and they don't really know (laughs) but uh, if the information they gave the DMV is accurate she was 87 and I believe my grandfather is 88 and so speaking of truth and what we believe um, so I got a phone call that she'd passed away and we had were expecting it last night Um, So I went there this afternoon and they wanted me to take my grandfather out of the house and drive around the neighborhood as the coroner and the the, um, funeral home. People were going to take my grandmother's body out. So as we're driving around in the vehicle, driving around, and, you know, I've never seen my grandfather like this. He's just kind of a real stoic man. And you don't really know him. He can be pretty mean and ornery. And if you know him, he can still be mean and ornery. (laughs) And um, that's my papa buddy. And so I've never, I've seen him cry maybe once or twice, and it really wasn't much. But this time, I mean, I just never really seen him like that. He just was saying over and over again, just just really weeping in the vehicle. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. And and he would look at me, and he asked me, he said, is she going to be there when I get back? I said, Papa, buddy, no, she's gone. She's with Jesus. I had my cousin Heather was in the back seat with us. And my Papa, buddy, said this. He said, He said, I don't know what you believe. He said, but I believe the Bible is true. This is what he said. I don't know what you believe, but I believe the Bible is true. And Carol is with Jesus. And I said, Papa, buddy, I believe the same thing. I believe that the Bible is true. And I believe that Granny is with Jesus. And he said, and I'm going to be with her one day. And um, that's the foundation of our hope and our life is founded upon God's word. It's founded upon God's word. So when we're going to talk about the subject of fear, that's where we're going to look. We're going to look at what Jesus said. And so let's look at Luke 12, 32. Jesus makes this statement in Luke 12, 32. It's a really powerful scripture. It says, Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And so you just read that on the surface and you think, well, that is really good scripture. And we can, we can find hope in that. But I believe that as you dig into scripture, that I believe there's multiple layers that you can find as you begin to dig, as you begin to look at it in more depth. And so that's what we want to do. It's pretty straightforward. Jesus is saying, fear not. He's saying, fear not. So there's really, there's two propositional statements. There are two propositions. First one is this. He says, fear not, little flock. It's the first one. Being very bold. He's saying, fear not. And then the next one is, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So fear not, little flock. And secondly, the second propositional statement is that it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And a little word in the middle is the word for. And that ties them both together. So he says, fear not. And he says, because, for, because it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So the foundation of the reason why we should not fear is because, for, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So that's kind of the the first layer there. We see the foundational layer of understanding 
why we should not fear. He declares, fear not, and he says, for because it's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That's first level understanding here. So let's go a little deeper. What, what do we next see? Well, we think about fear. Let's kind of think about fear. When, when we're fearful, what, what does it mean? It means that we're, we're, we're anxious. It's to, to be anxious or to be worried, to be afraid. You, you, you ever been there? This, this afternoon, I was talking, Estelle doesn't know this story, but I was talking to Clyde uh, this afternoon before I began to work on this. And you know, we live in a time nowadays where, when you, with the, the, the prevalence of uh, mass shootings, where certain situations trigger thoughts in your brain that may not have triggered thoughts in your brain a decade ago even. So I'm about to eat a healthy lunch, late lunch, about 1.30. I'm going to go real healthy and I'll pull up at Taco Bell for St. Charles. <laughs> and uh, so pull in Taco Bell and I get me my shredded mini chicken quesadilla and my beef Mexi melt and my nacho cheese and chips. And so while I'm at the checkout line, I look in the, so the checkout line's right here. Look in the back corner here is the, is the entrance and exit. And I, I just see this really quickly somebody walks by. And they're full of tattoos. And I can see it just in a second. Full of tattoos. And they're in full camo gear. And I don't see who it is. They just kind of flash by real quick. And, uh, and all of a sudden I thought, who is going in the bathroom? Oh, yeah, and, they, and they, they run in the bathroom. I think, who's going in full camo gear, full of tattoos in the bathroom? This is a little strange. And I genuinely begin to have anxious thoughts. Now, a decade ago or so, 15 years ago or so, I wouldn't have really thought much, right? <laughs> camo, who cares? But camo, tattooed up, straight to the bathroom. So I, I was, they asked me earlier if I was, this was to, here for here or to go. I said, it's for here. And so they gave me my food and I said, can I have a to-go bag, please? I'm serious. This is your pastor being honest with you. Speaking about fear, I had that experience before. I preached about fear, talked about fear. So, so I get my tacos and I put it in the bag and I go get in my vehicle. And so then I'm having thoughts like, man, I'm a coward. Like, what if this, what if this is really serious? And I'm, you know, running, you know, but I still took off. So I backed out of the driveway and, and you know, it, you know where the, the, the new dirt cheap store is next to the true value on St. Charles. So I park this direction. Taco Bell is right here. I'm facing the vehicle I think well at least I'm gonna look at Taco Bell so if I see bullets fly I'll I'll, I'll call 911 I mean this is literally going through my head so I'm looking over here and and all of a sudden a vehicle this is about 10 minutes later a vehicle nothing happened to finish my tacos vehicle pulls around pulls up and parks this direction so I'm facing this way and and a guy gets out of the vehicle and it is my brother-in-law it is Estelle's brother (laughs) who's full of tattoos and in camo. And I'm like, that's who it is. Philip, Philip Foray. And you know, he had his, he had his do-rag back on. <laughs> I was just like, oh, oh my goodness. And I, I know his medical history and I know why he went straight to the bathroom. And so, Fear. Of being afraid, right? So, so, so there's all, lots of reasons. So why was I afraid? Because of the history of our country and where we've been going, history of our world, it, with, with the crazy people that, that um, shoot people up. And so 
It's real. Fear can be real. And I was genuinely anxious. So, 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 so fear not, my little children. For, because it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So, so, but, but we fear, right? We are anxious. We're worried. Now, that's kind of comical, but it was actually genuinely anxiousness. But, but there's real reasons why we fear, and that's real for us, okay? So that's, that's what we need to look at. We need to see that, that we do, we are challenged to fear. But why is it that we fear? Okay, so now, now as we get look at, a, at a, another layer, we see where Jesus here describes us. Fear not, you little, little flock. How does Jesus describe us? He calls us sheep. He calls us sheep. So why do we fear? Because we're little sheep, right? I'm a little weak little man. I can't stand up to bad guys with guns. And so, so right, so, so we fear because we are weak, flawed human beings, are we not? We're like sheep. Sheep are dumb animals. Sheep will run off the cliff. We'll run off a cliff. They will kill themselves by eating to death. The shepherd has to stop them from doing that has to watch them, right? So, so Jesus is saying, fear not. And I know that you struggle with fear because I know you're a sheep, because I know you're a flock, because I know you're a little flock. You're little, you're weak, you are frail, you have weaknesses, you have struggles. And so what Jesus is saying here is like, I understand who you are. I understand your condition. Fear not, little flock. And thank God for transitions, right? Because this is who we are. But now, we're going to look at the grounds and the reasons. We're going to unpack the reasons why, the grounds behind why he's saying fear not. So that's how we're described. But how does God describe himself in this section? How does God describe himself? Well, if we're the sheep and we're the flock, then what does that make him? It makes him the shepherd. I believe that's the next slide. He's a shepherd. That's who he is. We're weak. We're frail, we're flawed, we're insecure, we are prone to anxiousness and worry and fear. But who is our God? Who is Jesus? He is the chief shepherd. He is attentive. He is protective. He watches over us. He is our shepherd. Thank thank God that he is our shepherd, that he watches over us. He cares for us. The shepherd would have the, the, the hook that he'd go, that he would go and he would, he'd take that wandering sheep and he would put that hook around the sheep's neck and pull the sheep back in. And he would have the staff or the, or the rod to beat off the wolves, beat off the, the animals that would try to come and attack the sheep. And this is who our shepherd is. And so this is one reason why we don't need to be fearful. Even though we are weak, even though we are little, even though we are frail, we have a shepherd. Fear not, little flock, for you have a shepherd. Amen? And then so why else? How else does how else is God described here? He's a shepherd and then he is a it is your father's good pleasure. He's a shepherd and he's a father. So how 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 is a father? How should a father respond? How does our perfect father respond? Well he's loving and he's caring. As a shepherd, he's attentive and he's protective. But as our father, he is loving and he's caring and he's gentle. And he'll get down in the dirt with us and care for us. He loves us. Our father loves us and cares for us. How many of you, how many of you maybe in your life, you you feel fear in your life? Maybe because your father was not loving and caring. Yeah. 
That's, that's real. That's real because, because our earthly fathers fail us and they're not always protective and loving and caring. They can maybe be abusive and angry. But what God's trying to say here is I understand that those are the reasons why you're fearful because you don't, you have not, maybe you're forgetting what my perfect love as a father is. That I am always loving and I am always caring and I'm not angry at you as my child. I love you. I care for you. You're mine. I've adopted you. That's that's the core of the gospel, right? We've been adopted into the family of God. And we have a loving, caring father. No matter what your relationship with your earthly, earthly father was like, there's healing through the gospel, through the understanding that we have a perfect heavenly father. So he's shepherd and he's father. So we should fear not as weak, frail, individual sheep. Should not fear not because we have a shepherd that is attentive and protective and a father that is loving and caring. So, so there's a third definition or picture of who God is. You guys see it? Who else is God? He's king, right? So he says, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So if he's going to give you the kingdom, that must mean that only the king can give you the kingdom. If you're going to get the kingdom, it's going to be because the king gives you the kingdom. So who is our God? He's, a, he's king. He's our shepherd who's attentive and protective. He's our father who's loving and caring. And he's in control. And he's ruling. He's in charge. And he's powerful. We have a shepherd who is attentive and protective. And a father who is loving and caring. And we have a king that's in control. I didn't feel really in control this afternoon. I'm weak. I'm frail. But when we get in fearful situations, we need to be reminded that our God is not off the throne. He's a king. He is a king and he's in control and he is in charge. This is his world and he rules this world. Okay, you guys with me? You guys following on these layers here? Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And I love this section right here. So this kingdom that we're, that we're getting, that he's giving us. What's interesting is that this kingdom, it, it can't be bought it's not, it's not for sale. It can't be traded for. This kingdom is not something that we can earn. It's not something that, 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 that we have to be good enough to get. Our loving Heavenly Father, the King of the universe, He gives this. And that's what it says there. For it is your Father's good pleasure to give the kingdom to you. And how is this kingdom, this good this kingdom that God gives us, how has he provided that for access to us? Access to us from? How, how has he given that to us? Through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ, through the cross. Access to the kingdom, access to provision, access to the promises of God, through the, through the, the promises that come through the kingdom of God, come through the cross of Jesus Christ. It's not for sale. It can't be traded for. It can't be earned. It is only through the shed blood of Jesus Christ that we have access to the kingdom of God. Amen? So, so what, what do we see if we would summarize all of this? Why should we not fear? Why should we not fear? It starts with this. Our shepherd, father, king delights and enjoys giving the kingdom to us. Our shepherd, father, king, delights and enjoys giving the kingdom to us. Therefore, no fear. There's no fear. We have a shepherd. 
We have a father. We have a king. He delights and takes joy in us. He protects us. He's attentive towards us. He's loving. He's caring. He's in control. He's in charge. And he delights. You know, some shepherds and fathers and kings are, 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 are overbearing and domineering. And they don't take delight in giving anything. But our shepherd, father, and king takes delight in giving us all things. In giving us the kingdom. And so because of that, where do we find? Where's the place that we find? The place of fear. I don't have to worry about my provision. I don't have to worry about, about my future and my health. I don't have to worry about all the worries and anxiousness, anxious thoughts of my day. If that, if that would have been a shooter in Taco Bell, where am I going to be if I get a bullet in my head? That's pretty graphic. Where, where am I going to be? Like my papa buddy said, I believe the Bible and the Bible is true. And I would be in heaven. Absent from the body is present with the Lord. And so because I know that this is true, then I can... I know that God's word is true, that I don't have to fear. Even though I'm weak, even though I'm frail, even though I struggle, even though I I do struggle with anxiousness and fearful thoughts, because I know who God is. He's a shepherd, he's a father, and he's a king. I can rely on him. I can trust in him in every circumstance. Amen? Amen. So I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you, for those of you who are struggling with fear, Tonight, maybe, maybe there's nobody here who's struggling with fear or anxiety or worries. Maybe, you, maybe there's nobody here like that. But I, I believe there, there, there's at least one person here that you're struggling with fear and anxious thoughts and, and you're worried. I believe that the Lord prompted my heart in this direction because there's somebody here like that. And so I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. It's, look, there's no shame. I mean, I just told you I was a coward <laughs> about two or three hours ago four hours ago so there's no shame in being fearful or anxious or worried it's a human experience so if that's you for whatever reason I want to pray for you right down here I want you to just come down I want to pray for you anybody yeah come on come on there we go thank you Jesus a good idea. Why don't, y'all, why don't y'all do that? Why don't y'all just line up like they're lined up there and somehow just line up shoulder to shoulder, stretch out as far as you can, S- single file line, side by side there, and just kind of, that, that's kind of, that's kind of how it works, right? We, we need each other. That's good stuff. I want to pray for you. Why don't you just close your eyes, just focus on, on the Lord. You know, the Lord is, is the one who dispels fear. And you know, we just read and, uh, and we, we read his word. We were taught the truth of his word about fear and reasons why we don't have to fear. And I want to come and pray for you. So just close your eyes. Don't think about me. Don't think about anything else but about our shepherd, our father, and our king. And we're gonna, I'm going to pray that your fearful thoughts that are submitted to the truth of God's word will be gone in the name of Jesus. So just, just I'm, I'm going to come and I'm just going to pray for you. God, I thank you, Lord, that we have no reason to fear. And I pray for each and every person here tonight. I lay hands on them, and I pray, Lord, that each and every person would not fear, that we would trust 
that we would believe and know and understand that you are our shepherd, you are our father, and you are our king. And that we have no reason to fear. We have no reason to fear. No reason to worry. God, I I pray, Lord, that the anxious thoughts and that the worried thoughts about our future, about our future, the uncertainty of our future is what I pray that you would help those that are struggling about their future. They don't know what's going to happen next. God, I pray that you would help them to not be anxious. God, those that are struggling here tonight about worry about their finances, God, I pray that they would be reminded that you are their shepherd and their father. You're going to provide for them and take care of them. They have no reason to be fearful about their finances. And God, I pray for those that are struggling and and anxious about their health. God, I pray, God, that you would remind them that you are there with them. There's no reason to be fearful or worried about their health. God, I pray. God, I pray, Lord, for those that are struggling about, about their bills. Maybe they, maybe, they feel, maybe they feel that they don't have enough money to pay their bills. God, I pray that you would provide for them. Help them to release those thoughts of anxiety and worry. God, I just pray against fear and anxiety and worry and doubt. God, I thank you, God, that you are our shepherd, our father, and our king. Thank you we have no reason to fear. God, I just pray, Lord, that you would comfort hearts and minds. Comfort hearts and minds tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Comfort hearts and minds tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for that, Lord. We thank you, God, that you comfort us. You help us with our anxiety and our worries. God, we have no reason to worry. We have no reason to worry. We thank you for this, Lord. We release all these things into your hands, and we trust you as our good shepherd, as our good father, and as our good king. We pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. You guys can be seated. Look, I I just want to take, we're we're, going to end here tonight. I just want to take just a couple moments. If there's anybody else that needs prayer about anything as we end tonight. Anybody needs prayer, just stay down front. I want to pray for you. Pastor Vern's here. Pastor Clyde is here. If anybody needs prayer about anything else specifically, just come, come down and we can pray for you.